Welcome to Beautifully Rebellious, a podcast about going against the grain, creating your own rules, and living your most authentic life. I'm your host, Erin Burr, and I am so excited to welcome you to my show. Let's dive right in. Hello guys, what's up? Welcome back to the podcast. Just a heads up, the washer is going on behind me or beside me. Um, And I'm just going to roll with it, but it's nearly done. So we're going to hear it do its rinse cycle and then notify us. But it's cool. That's just life. Anyways, I have an episode for you today that is uh, one that was requested by somebody on Facebook. So I figured let's get into it. Let's... um, Let's do it. And honestly, I was a little like unsure how I was going to talk about this subject only because I want to make sure that I keep it true to my podcast and my podcast is about, you know, being authentic to yourself, authentic living and all of that. And so the subject is parenting. Somebody wanted me to talk about parenting like as a whole subject. And so I took some time and just thought about my approach to this as a podcast episode and I am going to keep it very much me I'm not going to talk so much about like how to parent because there isn't one way of how to parent um basically parenting is like a big figure it out as you go thing I remember when I very first got pregnant with my first child or even maybe even before and like I had friends who were having children I remember like taking in their advice like how what would you do how do you manage you know this about your child and I still would get advice even um like as my kids were older from other people who had kids because it's always great to hear how other people do things it's just important to remember that that is not the way there is no one way there are whatever way there's many ways and it's whatever way works best for you and that particular child because what works for one child may not work for its sibling but um so it's great to hear advice and just hear like get new ideas but it's always important to remember that you know take what resonates leave what doesn't basically um but I remember like getting the books the parenting books and things like that and I remember when my child, when my daughter, my first child was a baby, maybe still inside me, I remember hearing so much about this book called Baby Wise and people like swearing by it and they're like, yes, it's like perfect. You do this routine in the book and basically it puts your baby on a schedule, a sleep, feed, and play schedule and it gets your baby to sleep throughout the night basically. And I was like, well, sign me up. I'm going to do that read the book, listened to all the advice of the people who were doing it and who were, like, swearing by it. The The day my daughter was born, well, the day we took her home, everything about that book was tossed out the window. Because I was like, this book doesn't know my daughter. It doesn't know her needs. It doesn't know that um, for the first couple of days she wasn't actually getting any milk, so she was starving. She was so freaking hungry that she wasn't going to follow a schedule because it wasn't working. The circumstances weren't aligning to what that was saying. Um, and, like, I did kind of, like, roughly follow it, but not even on purpose. Like, uh, there, she did have a routine that was, like, she'd play and then she'd eat and then she'd sleep. But 
it's not like I forced that. That's kind of just what a baby does. They are awake and then they get hungry. And then as they're eating, they often tend to fall asleep towards the end of it. Um, and then you do it again because that's just baby's life is on repeat. Uh, but yeah, I remember that. And then I just remember tossing out the book and I always tell everybody who's like, oh, I'm not sure if I'm ready to have kids. Well, first off, you're not sure, like, I'm not forcing you. But when they say uh, something, well, if they talk about wanting kids, but they're like, I'm just not sure if I'm, like, ready, like, if I know what to do. I always let them know there is no one way. You're never going to be ready because with kids, things come out of left field and you're like, I was not expecting that at all. And you have to learn how to roll with it. Like, if there's any one piece of advice for being a parent, it is learn to go with the flow and learn like, learn to be adaptable and also learn how to not react. Oh my gosh, kids are like little mini lessons just piled into these little bodies and they're here to teach you every life lesson you, you have to learn. But uh, not reacting is such a big one because uh, kids read our reactions and it like informs them how they should react and like babies especially do this um with like facial cues and stuff so it's so important to keep a neutral kind of state of being and facial expression and tone when something happens like a big thing happens and maybe on the inside you're screaming and you're like what the actual hell am I supposed to do about this I don't know what I'm gonna do this is kind of an emergency thing or is it not I don't know but on the outside, you are calm as, I can't say the word, you're calm as AF. Um, it reminds me of like, we had this situation in the, at work in urgent care and we had this person who was bleeding all over the lobby space and uh, he was freaking out, his mom was freaking out, everyone was just freaking out and I was just like, like, just neutral about everything. I was just like, all right, just somebody tell me what I need to do next to get this family situated. You know, it wasn't like, I wasn't freaking out with them either. I was just like, all right, cool. Like it's getting handled. We're good. And I had another situation too, not like that, just like a, a parent that was ridiculous and needed to be escorted out by security. Um, and my coworkers were, they're, they're okay, but they, afterwards, they, they told me, they looked at me and they're like, you were just like calm about the whole thing. Like your face was calm. You were just like no emotion, period. And I was like, yep, that's kind of just what I do. It's what I've learned from being a parent. You just, you just kind of like focus, you hyper focus on what needs to be done in the moment and all emotions, feelings, everything are set aside because that's what you got to do. So that's, that's my long way of saying that is like, if, if you took anything from being one piece of advice about parenting, do that. Don't be reactive. Learn to stay calm. Get your game face on because it's going to really save a lot of like feelings and chaos and just whoo moments. But, um, moving into the bulk of what I had kind of jotted down for this episode. The way I see 
the whole thing of, you know, parenting and children and things like that, I guess. It's going to be a little out there for some of you, but this is the way that I like to view this. And you can go big picture out there or you can bring in a little bit more in and less, like, out there if you want. But the way I kind of see this is, I don't, I mean, kids are kids. They are less knowledgeable about certain things of life, but they are still human beings. And I don't really like when kids are treated as less than, or like they um, aren't intelligent or things like that, or like they don't deserve attention because they're just a child, because they are human beings and they have emotions, they have, uh, they have feelings, they have thoughts, they have opinions, and they're here learning how to express those things how to operate in this world. And I kind of see it like we as the parents have been given this honor to raise these beings and to kind of like help usher them into the world in a way. And so it's kind of like we, well, it's a, it's an exchange. Like we are lucky enough to get to be the quote parent of that soul that soul that chose to come to this planet and exist and be, um, we were chosen to be their parents here on earth. And at the same time, we also do, like I said, it's an exchange. We do also learn from them in those, in that like relationship dynamic. But like I was saying, it's kind of like, it's an honor that we get to be the chosen ones to be their parent for this time. And so I don't like to look at it like it's an obligation or it's like this thing that it, like sometimes people have a negative idea about parenting and it's like, no, like this is meant to be. You being that particular person's parent was meant to be. Not somebody else's parent, but that child's parent. And so while raising them, like I said, they are individual beings. I think it's important to remember that they they are individuals and that their thoughts are valid, their feelings are valid. And um, it's not so much about getting them to conform to our way of things. Like we all have our own ways that we like to do things. We have our own ways, you know, we like to clean things, how we like to, um, I don't know, load the dishwasher, how we like to approach problem solving, all sorts of things. But those are unique to us. And it's not about making our children do things a certain way or be a certain type of person. But it's more so about us teaching them how to think for themselves, how to problem solve, how to be a creative person, you know, those overarching skills so that they get to decide with those skills that we have equipped them with, basically, they get to decide the kind of person that they want to be, who they want to be, how they want to think, you know, their values, how they want to show up in this world. And so that's kind of how I see parenting. Yes, we have to discipline them. And yes, there are still those things. It's like, we do have to do things. That's part of being here on this planet, part of being an earthly parent. But Beyond that, remember that 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 is a soul and that you've been given the privilege to walk alongside that soul and help them be ready to flourish on their own on this planet. And then they get to 
do the same with another soul as they get older and have kids or have somebody that they kind of like mentor. So that's my my big idea of parenting. You can kind of take it and use it however that kind of fits in with your belief system. But I know the person who asked about parenting as a topic also wanted me to talk about like co-parenting, pretty much just anything, I guess. But um, I I only have like, I mean, I have experienced co-parenting, obviously. I am a parent and they have a dad. But my experience of co-parenting, well, obviously is going to be different than other people's because different situations. And right now my situation is that we all live in the same house still. Um, not in the same rooms, just in the same house. So it's like, uh, we still share a lot of the responsibilities because there are two parents in the house instead of, you know, two different houses with their parents in the two separate places. So co-parenting right now looks very similar to how it did when I was married. Um, but I also feel like I took on a lot during the time that I was married, I feel like now, since I have a different job and everything, and we kind of have some more set-in-place things, like these are your days that you're responsible to have dinner for the children. These are your days that you're responsible to take them to school or pick them up from school. So we have established things like that, but it's just obviously different when there's both parents in the same household still. Um, but like I was saying, so co-parenting is going to vary for every situation and also not every divorce or separation or just, you know, two people having children together is going to look the same. Obviously it's not going to look the same. It's different people involved in the situation and not everyone walks away from a relationship where they have children in a good spot um, because, you know, they've got their own things to deal with from that separation of that relationship. And for me and my ex, we, well, our divorce was like a long time coming. And so by the time we finally got to deciding to uh, like both agreeing to a separation or at least trialing it, we were both there. Like we had brought up divorce a couple of times prior in our marriage and it was shut down and so when we came to the idea of trialing a separation we were both on the same page we're like all right let's give it a go in six months let's revisit this and see what we want to do which we did and then uh, as time progressed move forward and finalize the divorce and since we were on the same page everything went really smoothly but I will say that something that has helped us along the way the entire time through the divorce and through co-parenting is that we have one common goal and our common goal is the children we want to make sure that we do what is best for the children with respect to ourselves obviously like some would say it's best for the children that we never got divorced I would say that's completely incorrect because the effects of Like, the fighting and everything was taking a toll on the family as a whole. And so, we still have to do the things that respect ourselves and our, like, what we need as a human being. But also, at the same time, the common goal is what is best for the kids. So, going through the separation process first and kind of easing into it 
was good for our children and even me still being present in the house like I'm actively still I'm actively looking for my own place now but having that transition period where uh, both parents are still in the house I believe did create a kind of like a, a stability for the kids so it's like as they're experiencing divorce in their parents they're not experiencing a 100% like upheaval of their lives their lives look pretty much the same except for the fact that their parents are not married and their parents do see other people if we are choosing to date and so yeah I think that honestly makes a really really big difference is having the common goal and that just throughout the whole thing just helps us to make sure that if we're doing something and it's despite the other person which we actually haven't done uh not that I could think of then we're able to step back and say is this benefiting the kids yes or no but that's my two cents I think that's just something everyone should consider when they go through a separation or a divorce or just if you have kids with another person don't use your child or your children as a tool don't use them as a weapon and don't say like well then you're not going to see your kid or things like that because that makes you honestly a really shitty parent to say that to the other parent because to not let your child see their other parent isn't it is obviously hurting the parent but it's also hurting your child and what kind of parent are you if you're hurting your kid to hurt somebody else just grow up I guess other than that, I don't really have much else to say. I couldn't really think about a lot when it comes to parenting. Like I said, it's really just a, like, you go with the flow, and every day is different. I mean, every stage is different. My kids, when they were babies, it's very different from when they were toddlers to elementary students to now I have, you know, a teenager, and it's all very different, and... I'm literally, as each, you know, new stage opens up for us, I'm figuring it out in those moments. So I'm figuring out what it's like to parent a teenage girl. And it's, it's interesting. It's definitely confusing because I'm like, what is going on? And what are these hormones? And we think very differently we have very different styles everything about us is very different we do have some similarities but there's still also a lot of differences and so it's like how do i relate to you now now that you are becoming more of a a person who wants to be an individual and wants to assert their independence how do i relate to you in a way that i'm allowing you to explore that independence i'm guiding you in a way to make the best decisions, but I'm not forcing you to make the decisions I might think are best, and I'm not forcing you to be who I may have wished you would grow up to be. So that's kind of just like the big things to think about all the time when you're parenting, but that is what I have for you guys today. Um, If you haven't left a review of the podcast yet, I'm not sure what you're doing. You better be brand new. If you aren't, please scroll down to the bottom of whatever app you listen to this on and hit the stars and give me a five-star review because you love me. Um, And then don't forget to share it, you know, with people. And don't forget to go hit up my store if you want to pick up any of my really cute stickers. I love my stickers. Honestly, guys, 
I totally, like, I forgot because they're tucked away, but my manifesting stickers are so cute, and the, the sticker sheet, it's, like, super affordable, too. I think it's eight bucks for, like, this super cute sticker sheet. It's a bunch of different stickers on it, and while you're there, you should totally pick up the Abundant AF sticker because I have that on my computer and my water bottle, and every time I see it, oh, and it's on my phone. It's everywhere. Every time I see it, I like my heart burst with just happiness about that sticker. So you should go check them out. Um, friends and family, if you live local, you do get a no shipping deal. If you just want to come pick it up, just, you know, send me a message on Instagram first so that I can give you the promo code for that. But yeah, until next time, guys, it was super fun talking to you about this topic. I will talk to you later. Have an amazing week. I will have an amazing week. And remember that your thoughts create your reality. So whatever you're thinking, whatever you're consuming, and whatever you're putting back out there is going to be true. So just make sure you're putting the good stuff out there, guys. All right. Bye.